Hey y'all, and welcome to another week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. This week we'll be talking about the new docuseries, The Runner-Up, Time Magazine's 100 Most Influential People, the Star Wars and Batman vs. Superman trailer, and the MTV Movie Awards. With me as always, Adrian Gomez. <laughs> My stomach just growled and I hope you don't hear it. <laughs> Adrian's stomach is being so loud. <laughs> Say hi. Hello. Okay. <laughs> that was my hi. Let's jump right in. Okay, so there's a new docu-series on the Esquire Network, mm-hmm. which if you don't have the Esquire Network, you're like most people. <laughs> um, if you don't have it, though, you can get the app, like every other network on TV now. There's an app for everything. Yeah. So anyway, there's a docu-series on the Esquire Network called The Runner-Up, and it is about Clay Aiken and his run for uh, the House of Representatives. Mm-hmm. I think that's what he's done. He's running for? Yeah. Congress. Yeah. Or Senate. I can't remember. <laughs> anyway, it's about his political run that happened last year in North Carolina. And it's good. It is so good. I haven't watched it yet. but Even I'm though I've been to. telling you, it's in its second week. It comes on every Tuesday night. How many episodes? This is, I think it's six and they're in there. This will be the third. So it's halfway through already. Yeah. So anyway, do you like Clay Aiken? No. Did you like him on American Idol? No. Why? I didn't watch it. So then how can you say no? Just say, I have no opinion. No opinion. Ugh, you're awful. Anyway, I like Clay again. Um, my mom's obsessed. Like, the biggest Clay mate. That's what they're called. Clay mate. That's Are you what That was a huge thing. That sounds like a Play-Doh toy. He was on the cover toy. of Rolling Stone. And it was the highest selling issue in like 10 years. You're joking. No. I mean, he had a real following in the moment. He doesn't anymore? I, I don't think so. I mean, he has like, I'd say a normal... Did he know. lose his run? Yes, he's a, eternally the runner-up. So he was the runner-up on American Idol, he was the runner-up on Celebrity Apprentice, and there was obviously only two people in his election, So, and he was the runner-up. That's what's called the runner-up. That's a good title. Anyway, so it's on the Esquire Network, and there's an app. So, um, it's basically, it's fascinating. It's so well-made. It's about, and they, like, follow, basically, it, if you don't like Clay Aiken, it's still a good watch, because it really goes into... The politics. Politics. And it's fascinating. It talks all about how it's all just, basically your entire election and your campaign is about you calling people Mm -hmm. for money. Yeah. And the girl who's his campaign manager said the person that she was with before was on the phone for 60 hours a week trying to get money. And Clay can does six hours a day. (laughs) She said he hates it. And he does. He hates it. Yeah. Because that's not who he is. Also, I think he's at an interesting fame level. To where if he, he doesn't want to pull those strings and make people really not like him. Right, exactly. So he has to sort of keep the, you know, keeping the good graces. Yeah, 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 for sure. And they show, what I really love about it is they show, they, they go up to a local residence as it's titled on the bottom. And they say, they're all like, why would I vote for Clay again? He's a singer. Like, why would I vote for him too? That's what they really do. That's what they really do. Absolutely fascinating. So the people who made it obviously were not that big of fans of his before. They might have liked him or whatever or respected him, but it's not in any way shown in that type of light where it's like... But do you is... honestly think those people who made that show watched American Idol and decided for a fact that they didn't like him? Or that they just had no First familiarity all, with him? at the them? time Clay Aiken was on American Idol, everybody in America... Even if they didn't watch American Idol, they knew Ruben and Clay. You didn't watch it, but you know who Clay Aiken is. Yeah. I mean, every they were that show at one point was like the water cooler show. Now I'd say it's like Scandal or Not Empire. <laughs> well, I just think we were living in different times where there's 8,000 things on. Even since American Idol, there's more, more choices. Yeah, that's true. So anyway, um, 
it just is absolutely fascinating. And also, they show such a different side of him. When he was on American Idol, he was, like, ho- like holier than thou. Not, like, in a rude way, but he was very, very Jesus-y. Mm-hmm. He wore a WWJD bracelet. He was, you know, that's why when he came out, it was such a big deal. And he talks about how a, he was told several times, a gay man will never win in North Carolina. Mm. Fascinating. But they show, like, this it. whole new side. But... But he did not. But he lost by a very small margin in his first political campaign, having zero background in politics. But do you think that has something to do with his popularity as a singer? Sure. But I also think. But also, he gained like twenty points in the polls throughout his campaign. What made him want to? Run? He said he always had political aspirations. He worked with children with autism, and like his whole life, and just like thinking about that. I mean, I guess, like, when you get into the politics of that and, like, the policies of education and yeah. stuff like that. And he, I think he was, like, really involved in the school board for his son. He has oh, a son. Oh, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think just getting involved in that, he thought, how can I make a difference? Good for him. Yeah. Anyway, so if you haven't watched it, I would absolutely, rec- 10 out of 10, would recommend the runner-up Blue on the DVD Esquire Network. Back. It's on DVD yet. But I'm sure it maybe will be. Does the Esquire Network put stuff on DVD? Mm, they only have, like, four shows on the app. My mom has it. my mom has that channel, and all I've ever seen played on that channel is uh, Parks and Recreation reruns. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> Interesting. Well, that's a good show too, so maybe it's worth a, a watch. Um, next, we're going to talk about the Time Magazine's 100 most influential uh, 100 most influential people list that they come yeah. out with every year. Yeah. Kanye West. Kanye West is at the top. Who else? Who's influenced by Kanye West? A lot of people. I think that list is kind of a joke. I don't uh, think influential is the right word. First no. of all, Reese Witherspoon's on it. Nobody's doing things because Reese Witherspoon inspired them to do them. Well, they have. They break it down by different things. So there's titans, there's entrepreneurs, there's icons. Artists. Artists. You know what I mean? And like so, Malala is on there again. Yeah. What did she do this year that she didn't do last year? She won the Nobel Peace Prize. This year? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Kanye West, book. I guess, has a star a fashion line. Kim Kardashian, though, like, who's... I guess she, to me, is the most influential person in the world. When she toots, everybody toots. You know what I mean? Like, on like, pop culture, she is. Yeah. But she also had that game, and then she was on the cover of, like, Adweek, which yeah. is a big... No, she, I big, understand, but, like, I mean? Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. Who is she influencing? Nobody. I love her. I loved Wild. I thought it was one of the best movies of the year. But in another life, I think she should have won Best Actress. But <laughs> did she influence me to do anything? No. Go backpacking? Yeah. I always think these lists are sort of silly. Ina Garden's on it. Taylor Swift is on it. Taylor Swift, of course, is going to be on it. You know who wrote hers? Who? Mariska Hargitay, whatever her name is. How are they even involved? Because Taylor Swift named her cat after that character from the show. And then the other one's Meredith Grey. From Grey's Anatomy? Yeah. But Alan Pompeo. You love Taylor Swift. Mm, Yeah. I love Taylor Swift, but part of me thinks she's a little on the annoying side. I shouldn't say that because I actually really like her. I buy every CD she has the day it comes out. We went to the Taylor Swift experience at the Grammy Museum. And loved it. I had a great time. That but was fun. I just always think like it, there's something that doesn't seem genuine. Right. But we I'm telling you right now we talk about this all the time. What celebrities in our line of vision are like real people or fake people. You know what I mean? Like Taylor Swift is probably a B word to strangers. I bet she's awful. 
But in her circle, I of bet course, she's the queen. She's the uh, the best person in the world. Yeah, she would probably do anything for you. But it took these somebody... little groups of friends that she hangs out with that seems so awful and put on to me. But then again, she reaches out to like her fans from Tumblr and, and stuff, that and love. meets up with them at the concerts or whatever she has. I love that. I wish Kelly Clarkson would meet up with me. Mm. Um, okay, <laughs> so next we're going to talk about two major trailers that came out this week. Yeah. First, the new Star Wars movie, mm-hmm. and second, Batman versus Superman. Or is it Superman versus Batman? I don't remember. I think it's Batman versus Superman. That has a better flow. I was asking Patrick, what are they fighting about? Well, they don't make that very clear in the trailer. Okay, so let's start with Star Wars. Or should we start with Batman? Start with Batman. Okay, we'll start with Batman. Here are my thoughts. Why does Batman look fat? He's not fat. He's bulked up. It's yeah, a but different interpretation. Ben Affleck is not bulked up. He got bulked up. No, he didn't. He looks exactly the same, just they dyed his hair back black. <laughs> and even, it's not that salt and pepper, which looks good on him, but the, he, the hair looked airbrushed. It didn't even look like genuine hair on his head. I thought, I hate movies. Like, what? <laughs> he gained muscle. Yeah, he might have gained 15 pounds. That bodysuit looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger from Pumping Iron. Well, of course. Like, they're gonna, they're obviously gonna accentuate Yeah, but Christian thing. Bale in the, or Henry Cavill, is yeah. that you say his name? Yeah. In Superman, that looks like that could be his body under there. Yeah. That Batman suit looks like The Rock, during his heyday, just bu- busted out. I think it's because when we think of Ben Affleck. Yeah, but in the trailer, when they show him, he does not look like that. Right. I need to see him naked with a little sheet over his thing, covered, I mean, seated next to the suit so I can compare, because that does not look like him. It looks like he is like one of those fat, muscly people. You know people are fat, but they have muscles? No. But they still have a belly? No. Some people are really into that. I can't, I just always think, uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. It's odd. You know what I mean? They have a belly and they eat terribly, but they have, they're ripped, like their arms are ripped. I always feel bad for those people because I think if you have the discipline to go to the gym every day and work on your arms, why don't you have the discipline to not eat chips and have abs? If you're going to go to the gym every day, at least look fit all over. What are we even talking about? (laughs) Okay, so anyway, I don't know. It looks exactly like the other Superman movie. Uh, Yeah, that same kind of visual look to it. But I loved the uh, Man of Steel. Me too. And Amy Adams, but Amy Adams was nowhere to be seen in this trailer. But I know she's in the movie. Oh, is she? Yeah. Um, it's like Natalie Portman in the second Thor. Right, exactly. She's she was like, like a five, five seconds. Um, DC movies have always had um, a sense of reality to them. And I like that. Yeah. Whereas the Avengers... Marvel, where aliens are coming in from outer space... The, that, first of all, the Avengers... Well, first of all, Superman's from outer space, honey. Well, I know, but there's a sense of reality to it. Yeah. No, I agree. Don't Just like Smallville... Did you watch Smallville? No, hated it. <gasps> oh, I loved it for the first, like, four seasons. Then after that, I was like, enough. This never needs to be made again. Right. Um, so, that's that. I don't know. I'm, I mean, I'll definitely see it. I just think, why is Ben Affleck so big? Why didn't Jenny suit? McCarthy's book? Which one? Bad Habits? It was like a dollar at Barnes & Noble. It was on sale. Was it good? No, I didn't like it. <laughs> anyway, stop looking at my bookshelf. Talk! We're on a podcast! Um, Star Wars. Okay, Star, the new Star Wars trailer. Okay, here's my thought. Wait, what's your thought? I love it. I can't wait. I love Star Trek. I love J.J. Abrams. I love Super 8. I love Cloverfield. He produced that movie. Love, 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 love. love, love Cloverfield. Love. love. Can't wait. It looks like they just put clips together from old Star Wars movies. No. When it was over, I thought, eh. Then the part where Harrison Ford was standing there, what do he say? 
we're back home or I Chewie, saw, we're home. This is like a Saturday Night Live parody. That little clip, first of all, Chewbacca scares me. I've never been comfortable with him. You know Carrie Fisher's going to be in it. Carrie Fisher, Mark, Mark Hamill, Hamill he's all of them. big. He doesn't look good anymore. His eyes. Yeah, I feel bad. Looks tired. God bless him. How, How much do you think okay? he's worth? I don't know. Google it. Um, <laughs> I don't have my phone. So, oh, point of clarification from last week. Oh, let's finish Star Wars first. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, that's it. Mm, I'll see it. It looks just like all the other ones. I thought, eh, everyone's like freaking out. They're like, oh my God, it's, I'm dead. All the, like, Facebook yeah. posts and stuff. I was yeah. like, eh, who cares? Most of the people who post on Facebook about stuff like that don't even care. I think they do. They just like They the, want to be part of exactly. the collective. Yeah. So Shut what's up. the point of a clarification? Oh, the point of clarification. So last week I said that uh, Game of Thrones gets 10 Oh, nobody cares. Uh, but I will, just in case. Ten million, Game of Thrones got 8 million viewers. That's its peak. The pe- Its previous peak was 7 million viewers. I said 10 last week. And also, it is not the highest rated show on television. It's like fifth. Scorpion is. No. <laughs> Walking Dead is, which I think I said that last time. Yes, you did. But it, it collectively gets like, eight. it averages like 18 million viewers a week. Which, with like it's seven day and all that stuff. So that is still very good. It's very high up. But it is not the biggest show on television. We it shaded, does not make 10 million. We shaded HBO and George R.R. R. Martin. No, I mean. I, for your false facts. You know what? I just thought it was. Because after I said that, I was interested. So I Googled. I'm a freak. Okay. Anyway, we'll move on. So that was that. If you like those trailers, God bless. Um, the MTV Movie Awards we watched last week. I fell asleep. Literally. First of all, Amy Schumer, I can't get into. You really? But that being said, I laughed the whole time. Exactly. I was cackling at her. I think I just can't get into her show. Inside I Amy like Schumer. her when yeah. she's on things where she has a boundary. Yeah. Because she pushes the boundary, which I appreciate. Yeah. On her show... She has she no says limitations. E- she says everything she ever wants to. And 100%, like Lena Dunham, the only thing I don't like about Lena Dunham, and especially her book, is she limits herself by being so sexual. Because yeah. it makes it like she has no other thought in her head other than that time she had sex in her dorm. Right. Like, there are other facets of life. And I think those other facets of life are fascinating. Uh, Amy Schumer, 100% of the time, all of her jokes are S... I almost said SUV... STD jokes. Like, all of her humor is about her bo- about her vagina, or like her, about an STD, oh, I have this STD, oh, I slept with the entire basketball team. It's all those kind of jokes. Yeah. 100% of the time. Which are, and a lot of them are funny. Yeah. But, uh, and I enjoyed her on Ellen when she was promoting also, but again, there was a boundary there. So right, she exactly. Can't be on her Never show, it's 100% STD jokes, and they're very, very foul. Vulgar. Oh, it's just like, I feel like, I'd, it's just not for me. I'm too, I was not raised to watch stuff like that. But I can't wait for her movie. I can't wait for her movie. That being said, it looks very typical. I think it'll be funny. I do too. Judd Apatow's directing it. Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. He's had some awful movies. Funny people. That was him? Uh, A Million Ways to Die in the West. That was oh, Seth, Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> That movie was awful. I just watched it. I don't care to watch it. Um, Okay. Well, Judd Apatow's had some rough movies. This is 40 I didn't really love. I thought it was just okay. I didn't see that either. Yeah, I think he sort of had a moment. But I still like him. He's obviously great. Girls is my favorite thing. I think Amy Schumer's on an upward trajectory. I do too. I'd like to see what the next thing she does after Inside Amy Schumer is. I can't wait. I hope she ends up like on a 
a better show. Yeah. Or, but it's not Amy Schumer, it's more like a sketch show. Yeah, exactly. So it's I'd love like, to see her in like a scripted a, yeah. thing. I don't think she's going to be like Melissa McCarthy where all of a sudden she's in a hundred movies. Or Whitney Cummings where well, she has like oh, her own Whitney sitcom. Cummings, but that wasn't good. It did I, not do well. But that means I watched both seasons. Huh? <laughs> what? But she's wrote, she writes uh, Two Broke Girls. Oh, she does? Yeah, she created that. So she had two shows start at the same time, Whitney and Two Broke she Girls. She created Two Broke Girls? Yeah, with Michael Patrick King, who created Sex and the City with uh, Darren Star And uh, and Two Broke Girls Mitchell. does pretty well, doesn't it? It was the number one new show that year. So she's making money. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, she made money for Whitney. Just because it got canceled, she still got two years of a 12-episode series. I know. God bless her. I think she came she's from funny. Handler. Yeah. I like Whitney Cummings. She's a little nasty, too. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway, the MTV Movie Awards, we didn't even talk about them. So, I hate those awards. First of all, they it's like a big commercial. Yeah. There is no point for it. Yeah. Zach Efron pulling his shirt off is not a point. Of, it should not be a highlight of anything anymore. But they know people will talk about it. Exactly. And we t- we're talking about it right now. But I don't know. I just thought, like, really? This is all y'all can pull out? Most They didn't do the majority of the awards there because they only present to people they know will be there. Yeah. And first of all, they had Reese Witherspoon there, and she didn't win. And I thought, y'all are fools. Well, she just maybe wanted to go. Maybe no, she was there. promoting that movie with Sofia Vergara. Do you uh, think it looks good? No. Yeah, but I want to see it. I love Reese. Please don't waste your money. I We're about to waste our money to go see Unfriended We're seeing Unfriended tonight. We'll let you know how it is next time. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I just can't. I can't get into it. No. I, I always hope for those award shows to get better. Absolutely. I'm the same exact way. Especially with the Oscars. Because they have the such awards. an audience. Yeah. I MTV. always think they're going to be better than they usually are, and then they're not. Yeah. Oh, well. I don't know. That's that. Okay, so now we're going to move to our little quick question we do at the end. This week, you are looking forward to... What are you looking forward to? Um, I am looking forward to seeing Unfriended tonight. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know, that's probably it. There's not a big event. The Bruce Jenner interview on Friday. Oh, the Bruce Jenner interview on Friday. Yeah, we're going to have a viewing party. Poor Bruce. Mm. I'll buy a cake. (laughs) I'll make it something to celebrate with cake. (laughs) Okay, so a song you can't get enough of this week. The Eye by Brandi Carlisle. I wrapped your love around me like a chain But I never was afraid that it would die You can dance in a hurricane But only if you're standing in the eye Do you like Brady Carlisle? I do. I just found out about her. Which is ridiculous because I've literally been playing her in my car for years. With me? Yes. We've played her before and you told me to turn it. I don't remember. I love it. I love... There's a break in her voice yeah. that literally just makes me want to get run over by a I car. I enjoy it. So The Eye by Brandi Carlisle, yeah. Love. What about you? Um, my this week is going to be the new Eric Castle song, No Words. Is he the one that seems pathetic? Yes. He has a new song called No Words. He has a CD coming out. He's still a sort of figuring out his genre. 
which I think is kind of interesting, but also because he's not a top 40 artist yeah. and 98% of the world could care less about his career, he has the freedom to do so. And you saw him live and he was I terrible. saw him live, and, but I did love Pathetic. Yeah. But the other songs he sang, I couldn't get into. He did not sing this, though. I don't remember it. I, when I heard it, it was sounded new. So what is it called? It's called No Words by Eric Castle. I'll listen to it's it. It's a good time. Yeah. I had many this week. I had to really choose. Just save them for next week. Yeah, no, I'll have a new song for next week. Um, okay, and finally, uh, this week, we have our Gooper of the Week. You go. Zayn Malik. Why do you think he's a Gooper? First of all, he shaved his head. Okay. Which I don't really care about because I think he looks good regardless. Okay. What award show was he getting some award out of the Egyptian Awards or something like that? I have no idea. But he thanked One Direction, which I think uh, you don't need to do that. He doesn't have a career without One Direction. Of course he does. I think he's going to have a career. I don't. I absolutely do. People will buy his music. It's like when Joe Jonas came out with that CD after uh, the Jonas Brothers broke up. It was like, eh. And it didn't do well. Because it's like, I don't know. There is a little shit. Ginger Spice left the Spice Girls and only had about three minutes of interest. And then it was over. Yeah. Well, who's yours? I can't really think of one. Can I change it around and have a champion of the week? Sure. Juliana Rancic. <laughs> okay, so I met Juliana Rancic this past week. She was the sweetest woman. It, first of all, we've had this discussion many times. I get upset when I meet celebrities and... They're not what you paint them to be. They're not what you paint them to be in yeah. your head. And I guess she, even if that's not really who she is, she's a host, so she's used to always being on like that. Yeah. But she was just the nicest lady ever. She was exactly who I wanted her to be. She took her sweet time with every person that was there, which if you, I tell my mom this all the time on the phone, I've learned more about being famous from going to those book signings than I think I'll learn from anything else because you see how people act and how the people, the fans respond. Exactly. That's and immediate exactly. You know, response to that. When you go to Leah Michelle, she looks up at you and says, thanks for coming, and then that's it. Yeah. She doesn't even take a moment to like acknowledge that you're a real person in the room with her, which hurts my heart, even though I'll continue to buy her stuff. Um, Ooh, I don't know why. Her, she has a, she started recording her second CD. Could Can't not wait. care less. Loved her first CD. She's a B word. Mm, I don't care. Um, and anyway, so she was exactly how I wanted her to be. She did a long Q&A, then she was taking selfies with people. She was really asking people real questions, and I just loved. And her book is fantastic. It came out last week, Going Off Script. If you're an actor or pursuing some sort of creative path, I think it's very inspiring. Also, she had nothing going for her in the entertainment industry. What so literally she started from, I mean, she had like, she wasn't poor. So I know when people say like a rags to riches tale, like they started from nothing. They expect you to be like homeless or like Oprah or me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Worked at McDonald's. Um, but she really, I mean, she had a great family life and like they managed to make it through life or yeah. whatever, but she did not, ha- she did not come from a place of entertainment. Like no connection. She had no connection. To inter- so she worked as a, she worked in the mail room. And made relationships with the people that she was working with, and eventually they would send out her tape for her. Crazy. And that's what she talked about a lot. It's just like, be nice to the people that you're around, and things will come, and things will come to you. People will see the hard work and the good attitude and stuff like that. That so, really warms my heart. You need to read the book. Read I will. Script. I will. Loved. And also, clever title, because she reads off a teleprompter. So funny. Anyway, so that's it for this week with Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. Have a great week. Bye. God bless.